Welcome everybody to the world is best. I just want this steampunk kit. This is episode 90, April the 2nd, 2023. I'm your host, Steampunk Star Raisin. I'm here in North Hollywood, California, USA. And I'm here with my co-host, Daniel Bertison. He is in Bellwood, Ontario, Canada. How's it going, Daniel? Hi. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. Well, good, good. So, what's on your mind? You wanted to talk about uh, Picard season. Yeah, did you see? Did you see Picard? Uh, like season, like season three, episode six, oh, yeah. and yeah. I also saw episode seven. Yeah, you haven't been on for a while. I thought you were going to send me an invite uh, when you were parents were out of town, but that never happened. So, um, yeah, I saw it. Um, I'm very impressed so far. We're already seven episodes in. Um, you know, we find out that uh, Jack Crusher has something genetically wrong with him. Is it aromonic syndrome or is it something else? And it's basically a massive changeling conspiracy. And Picard's body was stolen from Daystrom Station. And then Riker, Riker and Deanna Troy are being held hostage. And yeah, there was the tease of um, of Captain Kirk and one of the readout displays. There was also, I think, a tease of Captain Archer. But the way I looked at it is, uh, it's like they're they're keeping his body like maybe cryogenically preserved for whatever reason. We don't know. Um, the problem is the actor William Shatner. He's one of the last of the original cast that's still alive, and um, if they were to bring back Captain Kirk, I mean, how long could they bring him back? The dude's in his nineties. I mean, maybe he'll live to be one hundred twenty, hopefully. But um, you know, it's you know who would they replace him with as an actor? You know, so I don't I don't know if it's a good idea to bring back Captain Kirk. Well, you know what they say, it's either now or never, right? Uh, I think we've, you know, I'd rather focus on next generation tasks. I mean, this is called Picard, but I do like, the one thing I like about uh, season three is you they've brought back all the next generation tasks, and including Data, uh, although this is a different version of Data, where he's kind of, he's got multiple personalities. He's got the personality of Lore. There's Data, there's B4, uh, and, of course, B4 doesn't really have a very dominant personality, so Lore uh, creates a lot of havoc and chaos by taking over the station, but then Data takes over, and that was really cool to see Data return, and not a suicidal Data like they did in Season 1 of Picard, so I thought... Um, that was cool to see Data reunited with Jordy and all the original cast. We'll have to see if they're able to rescue Deanna, Troy, and Riker. Yeah. But. But, you know, everybody says that. Everyone says that. Um, oh, yeah. You know, like, okay, if you look at look at the room with with uh, Kirk in it, it has it has Kirk's vitals on it like he's alive so like you're saying oh he may he may come back in some form whatever 
Like, I think they got his body from what's his, what's that planet called? Viridian Three, and then they just put it in that station, and it kept. Going. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 a back panel display. It's one of those things if you blink, you might miss it. Who who yeah, could say for no, the, sure? The, it's an Easter egg. Archer one. It's definitely Archer one was like not. I didn't see. I mean, you said Archer was there too. I didn't see Archer. That was blink and miss it. But I, yeah. Well, this is according to Trek culture. There's also a back panel display list Archer as well. His body being there. So are there? Are they? Are they cryogenically preserved? Uh, what's the deal? Why does uh, Kirk's? Why is Kirk's body at Daystrom Station? Uh, I don't know if they just put it in as a neat Easter egg, or is it going to have anything to do, tie in with the plot? We're already two thirds of over two thirds of the way through the season. There's only three more episodes left, so we will have to see. But yeah, I've been pretty impressed so far with the way uh, season three of Picard is the best season by far. Oh yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I like seeing all the old ships at Daystrom. Not well, no. The, the yeah, they had museum. like a museum. Yeah. It's really good. Like you saw, like blink and you miss it. You see the NX01, but the refit one that we never saw in season five, if season five had got made, we saw the NX01 refit. Then we saw, like, I think a Katinga class ship from Star Trek six. And then, oh my God, so many ships. You know, you saw the USS um, Philadelphia, I think it was Philadelphia, which is the, uh, uh, which, is, which is like a Constitution class ship, you know, Kirk ship, but you know, it was the USS Philadelphia. Or I thought it was and, the US, USS New Jersey or something. Or yeah, no, sorry, New Jersey, New Jersey, and um, the it's NCC nine one nine seven five nineteen seventy five. So I guess like, what's his name? Easter eggs. That's all those are. I wouldn't take it any more than just Easter eggs. Those are neat little Easter eggs for the fans. That's all that is. Yeah, that's neat. It's cool. But moving forward with the story, yeah, I'm more interested in what's going on in the story. Oh, yeah. I think I think Kirk's body is just an Easter egg. I don't think they're going to actually do anything with that. Yeah, but why did they steal Picard's body? I think you know, I think it's because well, supposedly they're going to clone him, and they need yeah. him to 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 do Frontier Day, where they have all the fleet at the same place because they're trying. To destroy the entire Federation fleet, so I don't know. Yeah. We'll see how it unravels. We still got everyone three says, more episodes. Everyone says that they want to clone Picard and then assimilate him and bring back Locutus, and that would be the next, the last boss they have to fight. That would be cool. That would be cool. But I'm thinking, wouldn't it be cool? Like, look, if let's say they they release the I know clone. I know in the video games in the video game which they're not canon in the Star Trek uh, Armada. Star Trek Armada video games, they cloned Locutus. Yeah, they did. And they brought um, back, you know, they had the clone of Locutus with all the memories of Picard. Yeah, so. I know. They, but they, they stole the DNA from a Dominion cloning facility. Why would a Dominion cloning facility have Picard's DNA on file? Because he was an enemy? Yeah, but like, Picard has nothing to do with the Dominion war. He wasn't even there. Like we don't even I don't know, know. Where he's he was. a prominent Starfleet officer, and he was yeah, an enemy. It, it, I don't like know. We're gonna enough. find out. We got three more episodes. We I got know. Three and more it's episodes so exciting. Yet. So like, yeah. So this like this episode. Episode seven was no. Episode six was great, but episode seven, I gotta say, 
was even was like I don't know they went I know they say it was the shortest episode so far I don't know I can't tell the difference between times because they're all the same time well they're me. roughly close to fifty minutes each you know yeah like forty two like two epi- TV episodes uh, yeah it is what it is so we see like we see like um seven like they're they're, they're like in the Chintaka system they just got Jordy on board and stuff and. During the Chintaka system in episode eight, and seven is talking to Tuvok, and she asks him trick questions to see if it's really him. Mm-hmm. And she asked, remember, she asked him about the Calto, their games of Calto, you know. And then I could tell it wasn't Tuvok because remember the way he answered the question. He it took it took him time. Oh to yeah, answer. that was nice to see Tim Russ reprise his role as Tuvok, but then you find out it's an imposter. It's not Tuvok. I, so I they had it. even they had yeah. even the Voyager music playing. Yeah, it was a really good episode. I really like that Tim Russ got to come back and a sort lot of, of reprise about the ears. They complain about the ears. The ears are wrong. You're too big. Well, maybe he his ears got bigger as he grew older. Right, that's possible. I didn't really have that much problem with the ears, but yeah, I mean, but he's but, he's a changeling, so he's probably not going to look exactly like the original Tuvok. Is going to do a facsimile. So, yeah, I don't. So it was, I'm not. I, a, I don't it. have an issue with that. Don't have an issue with that. Yeah, uh, it was still a good, overall good episode. I just wonder where it's it's going. Yeah. We we pretty much now know that. Dr. Moriarty was just a security hologram at Daystrom Station. He's not the main villain. They kind of tease us that he might be the main villain, but the main villain are the Dominion. So, yeah, the main villains. And uh, uh, what's the lady? The Vatic. Vatic? No, Vatic. 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 Yeah. Vatic. She's she's the main villain and she is a charge the Dominion. Resistance, and I guess you could call this like the Second Dominion War with the Federation. And she apparently had been experimented on and tortured, and she took the face of her, you know, the person who tortured her. She's so, um, um, so conflicted as a character, so, um, so much turmoil on the inside that reflects on the outside of what she morphs into. Mm-hmm. So we, we shall see. But yeah, overall, I thought they were pretty good. Season, um, episode six to seven, season three of Picard, looking pretty good. This will be yeah. hopefully the farewell to the Next Generation cast that we never got in any of the movies because they had canceled the last Next Generation movie. And it's good to see Data back. Um, good to see all the cast back. All good, all around. But wasn't that wasn't that good acting when when okay, when Seven of Nine uncovered that it wasn't the real Tuvok because the Tuvok was like, yeah, well, sure. yeah. I mean, Jerry Ryan, she's a good actress. She's not just good looking, but she's a good actress. And yeah, uh, Seven of Nine is one of my favorite characters. So that was a cool nostalgia to see. Tim Ross reprised his role as Tuvok, although he wasn't really reprising as Tuvok. It was just he's Dominion mimicking Tuvok. So that was interesting. And you also find out how much alone and on their own they are because all the senior positions at Starfleet had been infiltrated by the Dominion, by the changelings. And so 
we'll see if Picard is able to take back the Federation. So we shall see. We got three more episodes, so still, you know, almost three hours of content left. But I'm a little sad to see it go because I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of the Next Generation cast. I really wish they had done this storyline with a season one of Picard and then got more into Picard in seasons two and three. But, you know, I'll take what I can get. I'll take what what little good Star Trek, new good Star Trek that I can get. Um, something's oh. better than nothing. Are you excited for this new uh, Starfleet Academy show they announced? I am not. No? It's probably just going to be more watered-down nonsense. If it takes place in the Kelvin timeline... No, no, no! It, it takes place. It takes place in the in the new future that 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 they established in the thirty second century. I'm not really that excited because they've done such a crap job with most new Star Trek. So yeah. I I'll wait and see. I'll wait and see. Everyone complain. Everyone's worried this is going to be Star Trek nine hundred two one zero with with teenage angst and stuff. I, I have a feeling that's probably where they're going with it, and it'll be terrible. Hmm. But, I mean, Lower Decks, I've watched, like, a couple episodes of that. I couldn't get into it. That show mm -hmm. is too goofy. It's stupid. It's terrible. Um, Star Trek Prodigy, I couldn't get into that either. It didn't even feel like Star Trek. Mm -hmm. And um, Strange New Worlds, very mediocre, very bland. Uh, it was okay. It was a few good episodes, but most of them, most of the episodes kind of sucked. And I didn't like the things that they retconned in Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Like, I didn't write, like the way they retconned the Gorn. I thought that was really cheesy and really stupid. Mm -hmm. um, Star Trek Discovery, of course, the worst Star Trek of all time, in my opinion. Um, glad they're canceling it. I know that they're They've yet to release season five, but they said that's going to be the last season. Good riddance, goodbye. Go screw yourself. Discovery season five. Can't stand that show. Can't stand the characters. Uh, yeah, me either. Gives me brain damage watching it, or at least I feel like I'm getting brain damage watching it. Mm -hmm. But not exactly the best. Have you been watching Mandalorian season three? Uh, I'm saving that. I'm saving. I, I saw episode one, but I haven't seen episode two, three, and the rest. I mean, it's okay. It's a little slow. Uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the first three episodes of season three of The Mandalorian. Um, I mean, they waited too long to come out with season three, and I have, I, I fear that they've lost their audience because i know like grace from beyond the trailer has said that they may there may not be a season four of mandalorian because the ratings for season three are so low that they may cancel the series outright and i think i think there's a combination of things with mandalorian is season three has been kind of bland I guess they're trying to set up the first order. That's kind of what I'm getting the beginnings, the roots of the, how the first order took control from the new Republic, but it just comes off as contrived and cheesy. And it was kind of slow. And uh, Bo-Katan is now joining death watch and she's slowly getting indoctrinated into the cult. 
where and adapting to not being able to remove her helmet. Um, I don't know. Just this feels like a lot of filler episodes. Like there's not really much going on. What's the story? Where's the story? Where's the conspiracy going? There was like one episode dedicated to that former imperial officer. What are you laughing at? What's so funny? No, nothing, nothing. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, uh, yeah. What's so funny? You were laughing. Something, something just popped up on my screen, and I thought it was hilarious. Why is it hilarious? It was a dog humping a cat. Well, who who pumped that on you? Who put that on your screen? That's weird. I don't know. It just popped up, and I'm just like, what the? <laughs> I never saw him. You know, only my my Shih Tzu, my first Shih Tzu Kiko, was humping my cat. Wow. And that reminded me of Kiko. Well, how awkward and weird. Anyway. So, I think the problem with Mandalorian Season 3 is... See. Oh, I don't want the, I don't want them to, to cancel it. Well, it's gotten really low ratings from what I understand. Uh, it's not even in the top 10 of streaming shows. Uh, you know, I think the reason why they went to streaming was because it was easier to keep it to maintain it well the problem is like yeah i'm looking here on internet movie database you know the end of season two aired in december of 2020 mm. this is 2023 we're almost three years later and you're just now getting around to doing season three it's like why did he even waste time with the book of boba fett like one whole episode like the book of boba fett i think had what's was it six or seven episodes how many episodes were in the Book of Boba Fett? I see. think eight. Eight. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett wasn't that good of a show. I mean, they had... They had seven episodes of the Book of Boba Fett. I just looked it up. Oh. Um... So they had seven episodes. One episode did even have Boba Fett in it at all. It was all the Mandalorian and Grogu and Luke Skywalker and how Grogu decided not to train with Luke Skywalker. And that was kind of interesting in a certain and kind of. And that was probably the best episode of the Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett had so many slow, boring filler episodes. A lot of the flashback of the Tusken Raiders really didn't really have any emotional rapport with me. They kind of ruined Boba Fett. Like, you know, he, he becomes this supposed gangster, but then he wants to rule with respect. You know, that's not how gangsters rule. And so it kind of hurts the character, kind of undermines the character of Boba Fett because he doesn't seem as dark or as gritty as the original Boba Fett from the original trilogy. And so... Between the Book of Boba Fett as a filler season for The Mandalorian not doing that well, and then Kenobi being really terrible and not doing that well, and then you had um, Andor did kind of mediocre. It was really boring, really boring show. I never even finished watching it. I think I got up to like episode 10 where there was still some action with like the prison uh, they were breaking out of the uh, Imperial prison, but it it just, the show had a lot of filler episodes. 
this is the problem when you do streaming. Streaming doesn't always adapt very well to the internet because you don't have the advertisers, you don't have the money. When you're airing it on television and using traditional funding the way television is aired, you're getting millions of dollars off advertisers. And so that allows you to better fund your show. And it definitely shows in streaming that they're doing everything on a shoestring budget. They got like maybe enough story and enough budget for special effects to do like two or three episodes. And they're stringing us along for seven episodes, 12 episodes, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 10 episodes. And it feels like a bunch of filler. You know, I, I, I've seen better. It's just the pacing is really, really slow. Uh, I think that hurts Star Wars as a whole. So the future of Star Wars, I think, is going to be in doubt because uh, Kenobi did terribly. It was critically panned. Uh, Andor did very mediocre. Uh, Book of Boba Fett did terribly. Uh, mm-hmm. And season three of The Mandalorian is doing terribly. And they've already put the movies on hiatus because the movies were critically panned. Well, I heard the movies are coming back. Yeah, but who? They're. I'm sure they'll come back, but we don't know when. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been December 2019 was the last movie, The Rise of Skywalker, and we're in 2023 now. We're now approaching four years since the last Star Wars movie came out. Now we've been tied over with some of the streaming shows. The first two seasons of Mandalorian were pretty good. There was only really a couple episodes of Book of Boba Fett that were good. And Andor was a, a snore fest. And uh, Kenobi was just terrible. And so I think that hurts. They're all interconnected in the Star Wars universe. I think that kind of hurts season three. They waited too long and they've had too many sh- terrible Star Wars shows in between. You know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, fucking Andor, like, they focused around this minor character who was, like, uh, a corporation or police or corporation security force. He wasn't even Imperial, and, you know, and he's, like, a mama's boy, and it's, like, he's, like, why are we focusing so much attention on this character? We need to focus on Andor, on Cassian Andor. We need to focus on that. You know, they focus on these bit characters that don't really matter. Uh, and it's just really dragged on. You know, there was a lot of scenes, just a lot of talking, a lot of dramedy drama. And you could just tell, it's like, man, they just don't have the budget to do proper Star Wars streaming series. You know, they, the streaming series, if you want it to be able to even compete or approach movies, you need to provide better special effects some of the special effects didn't look that good and you need to provide uh better um um writing you need to bring in better writers that can actually write an episode that's interesting that doesn't feel like a filler episode even season two of the bad batch i haven't finished watching it season two does have a couple of good episodes but it was really slow. I mean, I'm already up to like six, episode six of season two of the Bad Batch is all I've gotten to so far. And, you know, like half the episodes were really, really boring where they're just, they're going on some quest to try to find some treasure. Oh. And it's just like, you know, whatever weird stuff of the week that they can find. And there's no sense of an overarching story. 
Like, I want to know what happened to all the clones. How's the Empire dispose of all the clones? Because, I mean, we do see in season one and season two, the Bad Batch, they destroyed all the cloning facilities. So they're no longer making new clone troopers. And they still have battalions of clone troopers that survived the Clone Wars that they're still using. And they're slowly being replaced by stormtroopers, but they're still at this point in early imperial history they're still using mostly uh clones so i want i want them to focus more on that story but we go on these side excursions looking for like indiana jones style treasure hunt it, it got kind of boring uh yeah. oh. mm -hmm. and so um i wanted to pick up the pace let's let's make it feel like star wars but yeah so i feel like star wars is a little bit in decline sadly yeah yeah What's your opinion on that? I don't watch the Star Wars shows very much. You know, I'm very focused on Picard and the future tracks, you know. Yeah. Well, that's just me. But I don't like Star Wars. We don't Wars. know what future track is coming because they're canceling Discovery. Okay, got a 10-minute warning, so keep that in mind. They're canceling yeah. Discovery. They're canceling, uh, you know... Uh, our Picard is going to get canceled after season three. And there's no word about a season two of Strange New World. So where, where is Star Trek going to go from here? Yeah. Uh, Star Trek four is an indefinite hiatus. So you want to do um, the brief update about the Ukraine war? Oh, they absolutely. Usually like yeah, it sure. when I, yeah. Like when I talk about it, we get less than 10 minutes, so we might as well Hop right on to it. I'm going to go to the Al Jazeera Ukraine war map. That's usually my my basis of where I like to start on that. It gives me an overall arching view of the battle map and the war in general. Let's see. You see that? Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, this war has been in a stalemate for like the last six months. Um, but that's the from Ukrainian army has had. So hold on, let me finish. Ukrainian army's had some initial victories of repelling the Russians out of Kiev. You know, because the Russians tried to surround Kiev, and then Russia pulled back, focused their forces on the east, and so. Um, and the Russians withdrew from Kyrgyzstan because they set up a defense line along the Dnieper River here. And there's been more heavy fighting near Bakhmut and um, Bakhmut and Saldar. There's still heavy fighting. Uh, it's indecisive. Casualties are heavy on both sides. There seems to be literally like in the last three months no significant change i mean you had um i can't remember what it was it was a few months ago they pulled out of kirsten so so in the last few months there's it's been the the uh the front lines of the uh ukraine war the eastern front have kind of stagnated and casualties are heavy on both sides and then you continue most of the fighting continues in this central eastern region right here so we will see uh, Russian forces have suffered heavy losses in manpower and equipment, and they've struggled to even retake Solidar and Bakhmut. So we'll see 
Um, the problem with the Ukrainian army is they suffer they suffer from manpower shortages and they lack enough proper equipment and enough manpower to effectively kick all of the Russians out. Russia still controls about maybe one fifth of the territory of Ukraine, including Crimea and Ista are Sevastopol, the, the port city of Sevastopol, which they took in 2014. So um, I don't really see any, um, I don't really see any significant change in the war. Uh, you know, Putin's talked about redeploying nuclear weapons and, and, you know, he's pulled out of the SALT treaty, which is bad. I just feel, I worry that this is slowly, we're going into a humdrum of World War Three, slow drawl into World War Three. Uh, we shall see. It'll be the yeah. Eastern... But doesn't he know? Doesn't Putin know that if he uses nuclear weapons, he's going to pollute the Earth with radiation? Uh, well, I think he's largely bluffing. He would only use nuclear weapons as a last resort. Uh, he's just trying to balance. You know, he's trying to use that as a fear tactic to prevent the United States from being fully engaged. But uh, I don't think we should be fully engaged anyway, because I think that's just going to result in a why does it say March faster. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Uh, why does that say March 30th or 31st or 30th? Don't we have an updated map? Uh, well, thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, this is on the on the Ukraine. Yeah, they don't have an updated battle map from March 30th. Uh, this is day 400, March 30th, 9 o'clock Greenwich Mean Time. I don't know why. That's an interesting observation. Thanks for pointing it out. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, unless something has significantly changed in the last two days, I suspect that the battle lines are pre pretty much very similar. Um Let's see. Yeah, because it's April 2nd now. April 2nd, 2023. Yeah, I mean... Trump. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, there's also talk about... Uh, Recent Trump statements could hurt his case. X Men and DA says, but we can always talk about that another time. Uh, the the politics of Trump, but it was world news. But, yeah, I don't see anything on CNN.com. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, normally, their battle map is updated. So, it ha apparently, hasn't been updated in 
like three days. So I don't know what's going on. Um, Russia to put nukes in um, Belarus near NATO borders. So this is upping the tension. Um, Ukraine, Russia, Ukraine war, list of key events, day 403. Um, International Monetary Fund Board approves 15.6 billion Ukraine loan package. Ukraine's uh, media royalties clash, or China's media royalty, these clash over the truth about war in Ukraine. Russian Ukraine war will there be a spring offensive. So there's rumors that the Ukrainian army is going to launch another major counterattack against Russian positions, we will see. I know that they've been plagued with equipment and manpower shortages, so that's why they haven't been able to effectively push Russia out of all of Ukraine. So, um, I don't know. We're Yeah, we're at day uh, 4.03. But we're running out of time. we got less than two minutes left, so I need to wrap up. you have any final words on uh, war in Ukraine? Mm, no. Well, thank you very much for joining us. This has been your host, Steampunk Star Raisin at The World is a Mess, and I just want the Steampunk kit. This is episode 90 of April the 2nd, 2023. You have a nice day, and I will see you 25 billion years of will. <laughs>